Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. She punches the air and she crosses that blue finish line. The world champion of 12 months ago who finished second here last time around has won it. The athlete's village is not a place for fighting. I've never heard that ever in Olympic and Paralympic history. This is Anything But Footy, the Olympic and Paralympic podcast covering the Games all the time rather than once every four years. I'm Michael. And I'm John. And coming up in this episode, after our busy few weeks with the European Games, Wimbledon and British Athletics Championships, we take a look at what's still to come this summer away from the return of footy. We hear from one of the hundreds of cyclists named for the World Cycling Championships taking place in Glasgow next month. We'll round up the latest on the World Para-Athletics Championships ahead of Paris 2024. And John will give his reflections on a fortnight in SW19. Has it all been strawberries and cream? I've had a fair few, I will say that, to be brutally honest, although I have walked a lot of miles as well, so keeping the tummy off. Uh, And you can always get in touch at Anything But F on Twitter, find us on Facebook and Insta, you can message us through the website, anythingbutfooty.com, and we are now available on Threads. So first, if you thought the Olympic and Paralympic sport was about to be overtaken by a brand new English Premier League season, well... You might be right with some parts of the media, but not here at Anything But Footy. We've still got a very busy few weeks of sport to come. If you thought this year, with it not being an Olympic and Paralympic year, with no Commonwealth Games, was going to be quiet for us, well, we've proved you wrong, haven't we? The (laughs) World Cycling Championships is the next biggie up next for us after John finishes his stint at Wimbledon. It's the first time that all the cycling disciplines, including some you've probably never heard of, have all been brought together. We've got, for example, artistic cycling or cycle ball coming together in these championships. They're all being staged in and around Glasgow next month. And we spoke to the CEO, Trudy Limblade, earlier this year as part of our Great British Bosses series. Find that and you can catch up on that interview. 13 World Championship events taking place, as I said, in Glasgow and across Scotland. The dates, 3rd to the 13th of August. And listen to this, 8,000 riders competing. We are going to crown 190 different UCI world champions. So we've got under 23s, for example, in there as well. It's actually bigger in terms of athlete numbers than the Commonwealth Games of 2014. It is huge. And British Cycling have named more than 200 athletes who will be competing right across a range of events, as Michael has said. Road, track, BMX, freestyle racing. And for the first time, the para-athletes are all included too. So let's name them all. No, 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 don't worry. (laughs) No. No disrespect to all of them, but we we can't go through all of them. But um, do check out the British Cycling website for all the details, and we'll try and pick out a few for you before we hear from one of them. 
So let's start with Mark Cavendish. He's had his collarbone surgery. He's been confirmed in the 84-strong road squad by British Cycling, along with former Tour de France winner Garrett Thomas, Olympic medalist Eleanor Barker, Lizzie Dignan, also an Olympic medalist, a former world champion, as we know, and national champions Fred Wright and Pfeiffer Georgie also included. And Dame Sarah Story is in the team. She aims for her 11th Para Road world title. Well, Olympic and Paralympic champions Katie Archibald in front of her home crowd. You mentioned Eleanor Barker. She's on the track team as well. Neil Fackey and Kadena Cox are in a 64-strong track squad, along with the current world champions Nia Evans and Dan Bigham, Ethan Hayter, Ethan Vernon and Ollie Wood, otherwise known as the men's team pursuiters. Olympic champion from 2021, Tom Pidcott, and the 2021 world champion, Evie Richards, amongst 59 riders confirmed for the mountain bike, cross country and downhill. All that action is going to be taking place, and I think this will be one of the real highlights of the event. At Fort William and Glentress Forest, I think that's going to be spectacular viewing. Olympic champions Charlotte Worthington and Beth Shriver, along with Tokyo medalists Declan Brooks and Kai White, and new European Games champion Kieran Riley, amongst 23 riders named by British Cycling for the BMX events. And I mentioned they are freestyle and BMX racing. And you can listen back to interviews with Charlotte and Deck and Kieran in recent episodes around the European Games. So many more riders that we should mention, but as we've said, there's more than 200 representing Great Britain at these World Championships, so we just simply haven't got the time to go through each of them in turn. Someone in the squad, though, Alice Towers, confirmed in the under-23 road races, and recently I managed to catch up with the 2022 British national champion. Oh, it was a really special day. Yeah, I just remember I was riding solo for ages and ages, and I mean, it wasn't really my my plan I didn't like think about you know winning the race in that way um I mean winning the race really was only a bit of like kind of like a wild dream sort of thing so it's not really like it was something I'd really focus on or believed I could do so I suppose the main things I remember is just like I just couldn't believe it and just yeah the past year everything that's happened from this time last year to now has been been amazing actually it really has like yeah in terms of my career like changed my life let's bring things up to date how have you been this season how would you describe your form and the class that you're in at the minute oh yeah i changed teams from last year to to this year i've joined um stepped up to the world tour with um canyon tram so that's been pretty special um and i just think to that the new environment new teammates new staff new equipment that's been exciting and also like yeah it's a lot to get get your head around coming from from a smaller British team and then in terms of racing I had a bit of an injury in the winter I dislocated my knee and then I had to get um ligament reattachment surgery in December so the start of the year was was a bit rough just because I kind of missed all of my winter training I was like new rider on the team so I was just working hard you know, doing my job in the races and stuff. And then I think I started to pick up a bit of form like in the late spring. And then from now, yeah, I've, I've been feeling a bit more, more like myself. I'm getting my legs back. So just in time, really, for, for the big girls coming up. 
That was Alice Towers talking to me recently. Good luck then to all the British riders in Glasgow and Scotland next month. We are hoping to be there at least for part of the time and get across to as many of the events as we possibly can. John will need a rest and a lie down after his two weeks at Wimbledon. I thought I'd send you to Glasgow for a couple of weeks instead. So yes, on to Wimbledon and we have two new champions this fortnight and what stories the women's singles champion to come. But six weeks ago at the French Open, the nerves got to Carlos Alcaraz as he took on Novak Djokovic. The world number one promised it wouldn't happen again here and he was right. We have a new Wimbledon champion, the first different name on the winner's board that's not one of the big four. Djokovic, Federer, Nadal, Murray since 2002 and maybe, just maybe we've witnessed at Wimbledon the dawning of a new era in men's tennis. He lost the first set, Alcaraz, but he came back and boy, what a performance to win in five sets. 1-6, 7-6, 6-1, 3-6, 6-4. He seemed to win the big moments, the 26-minute 13-juice game in the third set, a huge forehand down the line to hold a serve to make it 1-1 in the fifth set, a sublime backhand down the line to break serve to make it 2-1. And at that point, I'd never seen Djokovic so rattled. He smashed his racket against the net pole, got a code violation for it. And then... Of course, Alcaraz serving for the championships. What a lob when he was 15 love down. So it's Djokovic's first defeat on centre court in 10 years. The first loss here at Wimbledon in six years. But this is all about Alcaraz. He remains world number one. He's a two-time Grand Slam champion now. Many more surely to come. The king of centre court is dead. Long live King Carlos. We also have a new women's champion, of course, the first time Grand Slam winner, but it wasn't the winner many expected. Marketa von Drusova, the 24-year-old Czech left-hander who'd only won four grass court matches before this Wimbledon, completed a straight sets win over the favourite sixth seed and last year's run-up on Jabeur. Von Drusova became the first unseeded player to win the women's singles title here. She played calmly, controlled the match, and even when she's broken, she broke straight back and ran out 6-4, 6-4 winner. So it was deja vu for Shabur, who's now lost three Grand Slam finals here, including last year at Wimbledon. Just last year's run-up, so many mistakes after mistakes, 31 unforced errors and giving a set and a game to your opponent, in effect. Shabur revealed that Kim Kleisters had given her a big hug in the locker room afterwards and revealed she'd lost four Slam finals before winning the first of her four majors. So disappointment for her, but it was a brilliant victory for Von Drusifer. There was British success to talk about as well. Neil Skupski and Wesley Kulhoff of the Netherlands won the men's doubles. Alfie Hewitt and Gordon Reid came from a set down to win the wheelchair doubles. Alfie Hewitt finishing runner-up again in the singles, unfortunately, on the final Sunday. And then we also had history in the boys' singles as well. Great Britain's first victory, Henry Searle, 17-year-old from Wolverhampton, the first time since Stanley Matthews did it in 1962. Yes, the Wizard of Dribble. Well, it was his son, actually. But we do have a new Wimbledon wizard. The World Para-Athletics Championships are taking place in Paris right now. Pleased to say that after the recent civil unrest in Paris, the Games appear to be happening without any hitches. Uh, also, plenty of medals to tell you about as far as Great Britain and Northern Ireland are concerned. Just over a year out from the Paris Paralympics, where Hannah Cockroft will be targeting, I think, an eighth Paralympic gold medal. 
I think Wikipedia says six, but she told us it was seven. <laughs> uh, she won the T34 100 metres for Great Britain and Northern Ireland. It was actually uh, a one-two-three for Great Britain and Northern Ireland. Carrie Adonagan and Fabian Andre made up that podium. Wasn't to be for Johnny Peacock. He could only finish fifth in his first World Championship race since London 2017. There was more gold medal success, though, for Holly Arnold, who's one of the big British stars. She won her fifth. Count them. One, two, three, four. Five World Power <laughs> Athletics Championships javelin title, 41.06 metre throw in the fourth round. She said afterwards, that moment when I realised I won, I was on the floor crying. That's how much it meant to me. Jonathan Broom Edwards is actually the shared high jump gold. Remember that from Tokyo 2021? We had a shared high jump gold there. We've got it again at the World Paras. Uh, Jonathan Broom Edwards winning his second world title in his first competition of 2023. Lepiato of Poland produced the exact same series, jumped to best of two metres and five centimetres. Sabrina Fortune also won back to back world titles in Paris with a performance the global event has never seen before. Fortune broke the 14 metre barrier in the women's F20 shot for just the second time in her career. Silvers for Sammy Kinghor, bronze for Sophie Hahn. Great to see Sophie Hahn back. I know she's had some really tough times after uh, the Commonwealth Games in Birmingham last year where she uh, didn't defend her title that she'd won on the Gold Coast in 2018. As I said, she's had some challenges. So great to see her back on the podium. She said afterwards this was one of the most important medals of her career despite the fact she's won so many and most of them gold. Also great to see Maria Lyle in her 100-metre final, as I said, after a tough couple of years for both of them. Gavin Drysdale got it all started with Great Britain's first gold in the 100 metres T72 on the opening night. So that wraps up the World Para Athletics for you. But following his record-breaking 100 metres performance in New York the other week and his sprint double at the British Championships last weekend in Manchester, Zano Hughes will now take on all comers in the 200 metres at the London Athletics Meet, which is taking place at the London Stadium on Sunday, the 23rd of July, the 2022 European 200 metre champion. Now British record holder over 100 metres with a time of 9.83, which has moved him to second on the European all-time list uh, the Olympic champion from Italy of course just ahead of him the men's 400 meter world record holder Wade Van Nieker will return to the London Stadium for the first time since his world title triumph in 2017 and just staying with athletics world athletics which is the governing body used to be the IAAF but now known as world athletics says the current testosterone DSD regulations will remain in place for now it follows London and Rio Olympic champion Casta Semenya's win at the European Court of Human Rights that she'd been discriminated. The South African has a medical condition uh, which is characterised by higher than usual levels of testosterone. World Athletics have said, We remain of the view the DSD regulations are a necessary, reasonable and proportionate means of protecting fair competition in the female category as the Court of Arbitration for Sport and Swiss Federal Tribunal both found. They'll now liaise with the Swiss government who the case was filed against. And last little bit on athletics for the moment from me. European Athletics is delighted to announce the first ever edition of the European Running Championships, which will take place in Belgium on the 12th to the 13th of April 2025. For the first time, we'll have road races taking centre stage at a standalone European Championship. So they'll feature three races over two days, a 10K, a half marathon 
and then the marathon. It's really interesting, isn't it, Michael, with these new events? Like we've talked about the cycling, the world cycling, just trying to come up with something different to try and keep people involved. I mean, it's you know, I was talking about Wimbledon earlier. It's all very well having these historic events that have been here for a hundred years, and everyone wants to be part of it and wants to 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 feel like they can be a part of history. But it's also nice to have some new, innovative things as well. Yeah, I was asked about this um, when I was doing a little bit with Talk Sport recently, and they were they were talking to me about athletics, the state of athletics at the moment. Obviously, reflecting on the British Athletics Championships in Manchester, and I think just as a slightly offhand comment, the presenter said something to me like, "Well, who wants to watch a ten thousand meters race?" And I pointed them towards the night of the ten k PBs, and I think that is, and you know, Ben Pochi and the team that have, have set that up, that is maybe a blueprint for how we can approach these events. I would hope the new European running championships have looked at what is happening at Highgate, which is essentially Glastonbury with a running track in the middle, isn't it? It's a bit of Notting Hill Carnival in there, a bit of Glastonbury Music Festival. It's exciting, it's good, and that makes watching a load of 10K races exciting. Yeah, and it's not just having someone come out to music like they've done at the snooker or the darts. It's having people on the track because you don't need eight lanes for the 10k effectively do you and so no. the way they've done it is is so so clever um but it would be it would be great as you say to to make sure that that happens and talking of some great news uh, this just into the podcast while we were recording uh, team england have won another gold medal from birmingham 2022 uh, i need to get back to that hotel balcony to interview them <laughs> sit in the sunshine quick and, and it's a four by 100 meter relay so you've had a, you would have spoke to at least five of them because uh, the whole squad gets them. Uh, basically, following the confirmation that uh, Nigeria have been disqualified uh, due to a drugs violation, it was uh, Noel Kwacha who has been disqualified. It means that Team England and that team of Asher Phillip, uh, Imani Lansque, Bianca Williams, Daryl Nita and Ashley Nelson all get a gold medal from Birmingham 2022 Commonwealth Games. And it means, Michael, they're the defending champions again. They retained their title because they won it, as I'm sure you were about to tell me, when you were in Gold Coast. Yeah, I remember interviewing them on the beach, actually, after <laughs> exactly. that particular title. And then on the on the balcony in Birmingham. So, yeah, where were you uh, for either of those events? Uh, we'll finish. Who's been at Wimbledon for the past two weeks? We'll finish where we started with cycling and the route for the Paris 2024 Olympic road cycling time trial and road races have been revealed for the first time in Olympic history. Men and women will share the same route for their time trials. From its start at the Trocadero in Paris, the road race route will take the men's and the women's pelotons through the Chevreuse Valley before a final climb on the Bate Montmartre. I've got to get used to these French <laughs> pronunciations. You do, you really How do. How did I do? How yeah, not bad. <laughs> not bad, not bad. Montmartre. It is Montmartre. 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 For much, much more this summer, check out our sporting calendar and all our latest blogs on the website. That's anythingbutfooty.com. I will look ahead to the World Athletics Championships in Budapest. You can read that blog there right now, for example. And as ever, you can get in touch anytime on Twitter at anythingbutf. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, and you can also find us on Threads. And a reminder that next week, it's one year to go to Paris 2024. Sports Social Podcast Network.